Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. This week, we're going to talk about new foods. My daughter sent me a message from her exchange program in Germany. She said with pride, I ate visible garlic and sardines. First of all, let me say how delighted I was to hear that her host mother is opening her eyes and her palate to new foods. Shout out to you, Vera. Fantastic. But let's pause for a moment on the term visible garlic, which I found absolutely hilarious. My daughter likes the flavor of garlic in her food, but only when I completely disguise it. Ditto for onions. Our joke is that I basically have to make onion juice in the food processor if I want to add chopped onions to our homemade salmon burgers. If she can see visible onions or garlic, it's a no-go. I am thrilled that she tried what turned out to be a delicious meal with visible garlic. (laughs) My daughter's experience got me thinking, when's the last time I tried a new food? And then I remembered my recent cooking class with Heidi. My friend and I took a cooking class where part of the meal included grilled zucchini. It was prepared in a simple fashion extra virgin olive oil, salt, and pepper on one of those indoor grills that can sit on your kitchen counter. Ever since then, I've really enjoyed grilled zucchini and grilled eggplant, two things that I definitely didn't grow up eating and never prepared for myself or my family. Now, I'm curious, what other vegetables, what other healthy foods are out there that I haven't tried simply because they're unfamiliar to me? How about you? What would you like to try? When it comes to weight loss, I'm a fan of setting NBAs and goals and creating protocols. As you know from earlier podcasts, your NBA is your next best action. A goal is something to practice over time. If my goal is to learn how to dance tango, then my NBA might be to look online today and find a place to take classes this summer. Join me if you'd like to set a goal around learning to make new foods. I love the idea of creating a goal that will expand my repertoire of plant-forward, delicious, healthy dinners. We all have certain go-to meals, right? For some people, it's pasta or chicken and green beans. For me, it's deconstructed sushi, which is basically now what we call a poke bowl. Deconstructed sushi isn't fast and easy for everyone. Some people would probably take a long time to make the sushi rice and to create the buffet of items to put in the bowls. Why is it so fast and easy for me? Because I've made it a hundred times. I don't need a recipe to make sushi rice. I don't need a list of ingredients. When we decide we want deconstructed sushi for dinner, I don't even need to make a grocery list. And I don't need a lot of time. I'm on autopilot for that one. 
My goal is to find more healthy meals like that, and so I need to branch out and be willing to give some new things a try. So when's the last time you tried eating something new? As adults, I think we don't do that often enough, but when you're trying to lose weight, it can be a winning strategy to find new healthy meals to replace the old standbys that don't support your weight loss effort. When we look at the blue zones of the world, places where people are more likely to live healthy to 100, we see that they eat a lot of beans and lentils. They aren't all vegetarians, but they eat more plants than we do in the typical Western diet. This helps with health as well as with weight. I'm inviting myself to find one new bean-based or plant-forward meal to add to my go-to list of fast and easy dinners. That's the goal. Realistically, that's not likely to happen on my first attempt. I may try a recipe tonight and find it's not anyone's favorite. Or I may try one and decide it's too complicated to make regularly. But I'm never going to add new healthy dinner ideas to my go-to list without being willing to try. To try and to fail, actually. I'm putting fail in quotes because I understand it's not really a failure on my part if I try something new and it's not a win. I'll simply keep showing up for myself and trying new recipes. And then I'll practice the recipes I like until they become as easy for me as deconstructed sushi. That's where my NBA comes in. My next best action is to find one recipe, just one, that I'll try this week. And if I like it, then I'll try it again and again, until it becomes easy and fast. If it's so-so, no sweat. I'll try another one next week. Any recipe I try is going to have visible garlic, for sure, and hopefully some other new ingredients. If you're not in the habit of making homemade meals, perhaps you'd like to start there. We have data showing that the more meals you eat out, the higher your BMI. Think about that for a moment. You could lose weight or stop weight gain simply by eating homemade food more often. Obviously, that study that tells us eating out more causes a higher BMI is really not a study proving causation, it's correlation. We aren't proving that when you eat out, it causes the higher weight. But listen, even if it's only a correlation, why not take note of that? I'm sure it's possible to defy the data by eating only in fine dining restaurants or by eating carefully curated Mediterranean-style meals with appropriate portions. But I find it to be true for most of the women in my group that when people eat out, they do tend to eat less healthy foods, or at least the portions tend to be larger than necessary. Let's talk about workweek lunches, shall we? I have a beloved client who told me when we first met, there's no way I'm ever going to bring my lunch to work. That's just not realistic, so don't even ask. (laughs) I didn't ask, at least for a while. Fast forward a few years later, and 78 pounds later, and that client can't imagine not bringing lunch to work. Of course, that didn't happen overnight. It started with an NBA. The next best action was a plan not to go through the drive-thru at Culver's the next day at work. Then the NBA 
morphed into a goal to stop going through a drive-thru for fast food most days and to go to the grocery store to pick up lunch instead. After a year or two of using the grocery store as a fast food restaurant, this client was willing to try to bring lunch to work. Sure enough, with time and practice and repetition, that has become an easy habit. We get good at what we practice. The main point of today's conversation is to invite you to try a new, preferably healthy food, a fruit or a vegetable, a bean or a lentil, or to try a new recipe something that you aren't in the habit of making. For example, you might want to try meatless Mondays if you've never made vegetarian dinners. You might want to try making a hearty vegetable bean bowl or even learning to grill your own salmon. Weight loss is easier when we're willing to break out of our food ruts and try new things. You never know when you'll discover something you love, like visible garlic. (laughs) Let's wrap up by identifying your NBA. It could simply be to eat food at home for the next 24 hours. Or perhaps like me, you want to try one new recipe each week until you find one to add to your list of go-to fast and easy meals. Or maybe you're willing to try Vietnamese food or broccolini or purple carrots. In our group program, we love to share new food ideas with one another, which has been a great source of inspiration for me. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.